Super Talk Mississippi media production. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the story straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome to In a Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar, reminding us all, including me, staring in the mirror as we speak. As we get back to living a little at a time, following all guidelines along the way. There's certainly many wonderful things to do right here in Mississippi. Just visit my team at visitmississippi.org to find out more. Speaking of team, I'm thrilled to announce myself and former co-publisher Mark Allen Springer, who's been on my show, have joined forces recently to manage the career of a very talented new singer-songwriter and artist whose debut tune on CMT Everything But Us is out right now. Well-rounded, he's a former star quarterback from Greenwood, Arkansas. Played his college days at the University of Tulsa and my Delta State. Go Okra. He's the real deal. You guys know me. I'm all about lyrics and, and, and subject matter and impact and honesty. Uh, taking the listener on every emotion. Paired with the perfect melody, it's what he's all about. To quote my buddy Tim, who's probably out on a tractor right now listening to the show, he's got it. So let's welcome it into the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. He's like a son of mine now, and I mean it, the very talented Jay Burgess. What's up, Jay? How's it going? Thank you. That's a good introduction. There you go. I'm known for it. I'm getting <laughs> known for it, and then, then it's all downhill at that point, so you're going to have to carry it. I love around. it. <laughs> so are you uh, in Nashville, outside of Nashville? Yeah, I'm in Nashville right now. Uh, we just uh, we we just kind of hung around this weekend, but uh, went to a few shows. But I had the weekend off, so it was nice. You're starting to play live, and what I've noticed is uh, when you go play somewhere, which was which sort of is the telltale, uh, you get invited back, and that means things are working. And, and you know, I had those same club owners and fraternity houses and everybody that would see that we were putting the work in and and we were giving everybody a great time and and fortunately i was invited back and it gave me time to learn uh to get better on stage learn what not to do most importantly and so you're getting that opportunity right yeah yeah it's been good uh i mean i started off really in my hometown and around fort smith and we we had a venue there called the sound room and uh, we've probably been back to the sound room six or seven times, and now we're—I've kind of got a little place in Florence that I've been going to recently, and so it's been good just kind of getting to different areas, meeting new people, and that's kind of been the the new. Now, now that we got the songs out, that's kind of the next step is to start playing more shows and meet new people, and uh, that's kind of been exciting. 
So I've had Norbert Putnam, original Muscle Shoals Rhythm Section, produced Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, Dan Fogelberg, the list goes on and on, and David Briggs, who played on my Steve Azar and the King's Men record down here when he came down. And David's played on 1,000 number one records and played with Elvis as well. And, you know, these guys were the Muscle Shoals guys. So, you know, David grew up in Florence. So, to, you know, they, that's where they're from. So when you play... And you go into that town, do you feel sort of an aura, sort of a magic of the past? Oh, yeah. I mean, I believe it was three weeks ago, I'm playing at the uh, it's a boutique hotel, and uh, a guy gets up and starts just shredding on my guitar. And I think we were playing a, a Creedence Clearwater song, and I'm singing, and he just gets up. I mean, he was just, he was sitting at the bar. And so it's kind of funny, you never know especially in towns like that, who's not out in the crowd and just steps up. Because, I mean, it's such a music-driven town, and I feel like everyone down there just kind of has a really good sense of music and the history. I mean, they grew up in the history of the Shoals and uh, Jason Isbells and the guys like that that I really look up to. Right. And uh, it's it's been cool playing down there and getting to meet a lot of new folks and make a lot of friends. And I really like Florence. Florence is a good good town, and... I, uh, I'm glad that we get to go back there and play almost about every month I go back down there. So, You know, when I was going to Delta State, North Alabama was a, was a rival of ours. We were in the same conference, and uh, this is many, many years ago. Uh, and uh, and so uh, we didn't particularly love them. But then I started playing. I played on their campus a couple of times. You know, as you, yeah. as you go, the competitive side of athletics is wonderful. But man, when you get on the other side, you want everybody to love you. So, so I ended yeah. up becoming friends with a lot of people there. We're talking to Jabe it's, Burgess. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Jabe. I mean, it's, I mean, it all comes full circle. My last football game I ever played was at North Alabama, and uh, I came in probably around the second quarter, third quarter, and it was a tight one. It was real close. And uh, I think they 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 ended up they ended up beating us. But it's kind of I mean it's funny how it all comes full circle that uh, now I'm now I'm playing there every month and it's kind of cool. You're slinging a different kind of axe now. I mean you know what I mean. It's all yeah, guitar exactly. and football. They they uh, they're related in some sort of fashion. I've always said. Hey, um, we both spent and you're spending a lot of time with our man Mark Allen Springer. I had Mark yeah. Allen on our show. Uh, Mark Allen was someone, uh, just to sort of refresh everyone's memory, if, if you've been an avid listener to, to In a Mississippi Minute, he was one of my first early guests. He was one of my first big mentors. I met him uh, through my publisher, Rick Sanchek, who was a legendary guy. And he goes, hey, Mark, Steve plays a lot of hoop. You know, and that's how we got to know each other. He goes, well, come on out. Mark was organizing basketball uh, at, at Brentwood, High, uh, Brentwood Academy. And we'd go in on Mondays or Tuesdays. It's been so long I can't remember. But we would play every week. And a lot of guys from the business trying to make their way, trying to get songs cut, trying to – I mean, Kenny Chesney used to play in this group at times. Mark would get songs cut. He was so good. But working with him, what are you taking from it right now in this process of just starting uh, to – you know, this is the beginning of it. And this is the part that you're really going to remember. These are the nurturing years. So w w he, he's more like a coach slash mentor and you're used to being coached and, and we yeah. both we both know how he is so in a good way so how is that process working with him been mark 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 springer i and i can say this without a doubt is one of my best friends and it's strange i mean because he's 
he's a lot older than me, but we we just have that relationship now that I mean we we talk about everything, and so it's it's cool because we have that relationship that it comes so easy when we're doing music and um, just as I mean anything is like what you said like Mark's Mark's big thing is that he said he wrote or he got most of his ideas when he was out on the tractor right and and so I I actually I've stayed with him off and on as I've lived out here in Nashville and uh, he'll, he'll have me get out there on the tractor every now and then and <laughs> and I kind of see it though I mean because and I'm still learning and figuring figure it out I, I don't pretend like I I have it all figured out especially songwriting but he uh, he's been such a big help and uh, just kind of telling me just kind of take it easy you know you don't have to force everything and you don't have to write uh every day or you know i mean you can always be thinking about it because i mean i'm thinking of song titles every day you know right i mean no matter if i'm watching a movie we went and saw a movie friday night and the whole time throughout the movie i'm i got my phone down in my pocket i'm putting (laughs) down little song titles of something someone said that I thought was interesting, and just I'm always listening to uh, how people phrase things in different parts of the country, and I think about things that my parents told me growing up, and that's kind of the kind of things that he's told me is that you don't have to you don't have to go you don't have to dig really hard; it's going to come to you, and you just have to be ready for it when it comes there. And uh, so, I mean, that's kind of been the great great having him to kind of explain that to me and because i mean when i got out here I, I was so eager to just let's ride every day we got to do something yeah i you know and he's just like it's all right you can kind of you can chill and you can go do other stuff and and uh but it's been good and he's he's a great great mentor really is i mean he's like a coach and we we've always kind of had that mentality and um there's no ego when we're in the room riding together and we uh it's it's just been cool you know yeah no i remember it's, it was an exhilarating time back then for me and uh when you're in the middle of it i don't know if you're paying attention uh to that or if i was paying attention to it but looking back it was a special time as they say the journey is sort of the joy you know once you get there you got to stay there uh so enjoy it as you go but it's, it's easier said than done we're talking to jay burgess jay you ever thought about saying your name a bunch of times jay burgess you got to have the b in there <laughs> Uh, you're in a I, Miss- <laughs> I love it. You're we're in a Mississippi minute. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios. Uh, I want to hear a little bit, a little bit of football town right now. We'll be right back. Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Driving all night on this empty highway. Been so long since I've been I'm Steve Azar, you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studio. Go to visitmississippi.org. 
I'm going to preach, preach, preach it to discover all the cool things from the blues trails to the country music trail, which I am happy to uh, be so honored to be on, number 32, down here in front of Jim's Cafe. Uh, one of the gathering spots of my Waiting on Joe video. Just a memorable, memorable moment uh, for me uh, that I'll never forget. We're with my man Jay Burgess. His debut video is out, Everything But Us. Uh, it's just pretty amazing, uh, just uh, what's going on in his life. Obviously dealing with some trying times right now, so being an artist, uh, you're sort of uh, kept home. You're not getting a chance to tour like he was. But uh, he is uh, alive and well and rocking and uh, uh, just really thrilled to be working with this young artist who's uh, going to be the next big thing, I feel. Uh, Jabe, let's go back to football. I want to go back to the yeah. kid growing up because that has had such an impact on your life. And it's going to always remain that because to me, music and sports, there's there's such a correlation, uh, correlation that uh, I was going to say correlation. That's not it, but maybe so. Correlation that uh, one helps the other. Uh, from from the discipline side. So let's go back to time. <clears throat> was it always football? I mean, your dad just uh, you you the, was he your YMCA coach? And it's one and you have a family blood. You're, you there's a genetic thing that's happening. Your cousin Tyler Wilson, right? Um, right. Yes. You were following this tradition of great quarterbacks. Uh, take me back to growing up as as a young Jabe, and then take me from when you started grabbing your first guitar and when music started to to penetrate as well and and start to steal some of that time yeah i mean so i grew up in greenwood arkansas which is right outside of fort smith and it's kind of on the western side of arkansas but uh it's a small town and we're we're really just kind of known for football i mean football has kind of been our sport through the years and growing up i played basketball and baseball and i did some some golf camps over the summer did a few tennis camps so i mean i've played played all of the sports but towards uh around junior high i really started um gravitate gra- gravitating towards football and uh my cousin was a really good quarterback and so he was kind of always my hero and that's that's kind of what i wanted to do and when when he he went off and played at arkansas i kind of made it up in my mind that i wanted to go play college football and so i, I really started working towards that and i had some really good coaches throughout the years my dad was was my coach growing up too and and uh but yeah that that was real special and it's helped me so much with the music of just uh, just showing up every day and going to work you know and but music music's always kind of been around as well we uh my dad my dad really he, he likes real specific like eagles and springsteen and so i grew up around that kind of music growing up and uh i remember my dad had a uh surround sound business and it was kind of like state of the art that you could have surround sound in your house, and he set ours up. And uh, he used to always play the uh, the Eagles DVD. And I remember, like growing up, I really didn't go to a lot of concerts. There wasn't a lot of concerts uh, around that area. But I remember we had that concert DVD, and it was uh, Don Henley comes up, and I think he said something like, "We uh, we never broke up. We just took a 14 year vacation." And then he starts playing Hotel California. Yeah. And I, I remember just like the surround sound and the music just all around me, and that's that's really when I started thinking about music as something I'd maybe want to do. And my dad always had a guitar, and I took lessons for a year, uh, but it just never really caught on. 
and it wasn't until probably late into uh, junior high, high school, that I picked up the guitar again and started looking online um, of like songs and chords and songs that I wa- would want to play, and I started learning guitar. And uh, I really didn't start singing for a while. Uh, I was playing. I there. I had some two girls that I would always play guitar for, and one of them they would ask me to do a talent show or something. And eventually, one of them asked me if I'd sing. So. Come on, are you kidding uh, me? So you weren't singing growing up, and this is something you decided just to do? Yeah, I mean, I really did. I remember one time my dad told me, he was was like, you can play these chords and strum these songs, but no one's going to know what the songs are if you don't sing them. And so I just, I was always very shy growing up, and it was kind of one of the hardest things to get over was to, to sing in front of people. Right. And I remember the first time that I did it, I was just shaking and... And uh, it was it was just something that I had to kind of force myself and start doing and and uh, but yeah that that's kind of how it all transitioned to that and then when I got into college uh, I, I became just it, it was it was everything I did as soon as I got back to my dorm room I was playing guitar and I we were laughing I was talking to an old college buddy and he he remembered the day that I started writing songs in college because he was looking at my my little football journal and I had song titles written down in the uh, journal and he he was like laughing because i mean i had had my playbook over here but then every now and then i had a little song title somewhere just like in the middle of all the x and o's but uh right there around college is kind of the time because college i mean college is kind of an interesting time you know when you move away and you uh you're kind of out on your own for the first time and i felt like i kind of had more to say i guess and was able to kind of express myself more about things that I thought I knew when I was growing up in Greenwood and things that I maybe took for granted living in a small town and the uh, just different things that you kind of you kind of learn when it's kind of a big transition period and so I feel like it was a really good time to start writing songs and that's that's kind of where it all started and kept going from there. First real song you finished? Uh, it was a song called uh, <laughs> Go With The Flow. It was not a very good song. Which I ended up rewriting the first the first year I was in Nashville. We uh, me me and Mark came back to it, and uh, we we actually rewrote the whole thing. But it was kind of I I remember when I wrote it, I sent it to my dad. I was so excited, and uh, my dad was all supportive, and he probably was probably listening to it and thinking, "Oh, this thing's not any good." But <laughs> I remember just so excited, like I was like, "Oh, I wrote a song! Like this thing didn't exist before today." You know, and, but yeah, people ask. Flow. Yeah, yeah, I love it. People ask, <laughs> Jabe. They ask, uh, how do you how do you get in the business? How do you got to know somebody? How do you do it? Uh, you know, I always feel like you sort of got to go where it's happening. You know, what I'm saying you got to go to where the work is and, and where you can right. put the work in. Uh, so with Mark and your dad, let's tell everybody sort of how this happened. How how you got to know Mark Allen because your dad and Mark were pals in the college years. Uh, yes. You know, explain that because that that sort of takes everybody, and it makes sense about how you guys ended up together at at, at such a young age for you. Yeah. So, my dad went to Florida College and was roommates with Mark Springer's cousin, Mark Hogue, and uh, they they became friends, and they would all hang out. And uh, one day, Mark Springer called my dad and said. Hey, I'm going to move to Nashville. Uh, would you want to go with me? 
and he said, you can be my manager. Yeah. <laughs> and so my, my, my dad was like, well, sure, okay. And uh, the story goes, as Mark, Mark tells it, is after a while that they lived in Nashville, they both realized that Mark, that uh, my dad didn't really have much to manage with Mark's career. <laughs> and so they, they ended up almost starving. But uh, they, they remained really good friends, and my dad ended up moving back home to uh, Arkansas. But they still kept in touch, and then obviously Mark's songwriting career took off. And growing up, I mean, that he was always kind of one of my heroes. That I, I would always say, "Oh yeah, my my dad's best friend. He he wrote all these Kenny Chesney songs." And I I mean, a lot of people don't realize that a songwriter is a job, especially as a kid. You just kind of assume that the artist wrote the song, and which I mean that that's the case sometimes. But Mark Mark was writing all these songs for all these great country artists and. But yeah, that, that's kind of the story. It's kind of a funny story of how I how I got here, but it all comes around full circle, and it's it's been great. I love it. We're talking to Jabe Burgess. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, I got to hear. Well, we can't hear it just yet. I'm going to talk about it in the next segment. But you get to play DJ. I know Arkansas has had some great, great artists, songwriters who've come from there. It's uh, it's amazing. But Mississippi is the birthplace of American music. So would you like <laughs> to hear a little Jimmy Buffett or Mississippi John Hurt? Let's listen to some Jimmy Buffett. I like some Jimmy Buffett. All right, it makes everybody feel good. We're going to keep missing yeah. beautiful studios. I'm with Jay Burgess. you got to check him out, check his music out, and uh, trust me, you'll love with him. You right walk anywhere. California has worn me quite thin. I just can't wait to see you again. Come Monday, it'll be all right. Come Monday. Folks, Steve Azar here letting you in on the Guarantee Bank Summer Better Sweepstakes when sending money with Zelle. Zelle is a fast, safe, and easy way to send money in minutes to friends, families, and others you trust, no matter where they bank, right from Guarantee Bank's mobile banking app. And now you can win the $5,000 grand prize when making Zelle transactions from June 1st to July 31st. Just download the Guarantee Bank mobile app to send money with Zelle at the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Visit gbtonline.com forward slash Zelle dash sweepstakes for more info and rules. No purchase, account, or Zelle necessary to enter to win. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Can't stop from laughing. When I think about that week, looking at that picture, the boys down on the Heading down to Mississippi Minute. That's how we roll here. Hope everybody's safe and healthy and following guidelines right now that we need to uh, as we uh, get out a little at a time. Thinking about all you all. You're on our prayers and uh, keep me in yours. We're with Jay Burgess. And it's uh, a lot of fun right now catching up with my pal, kid I'm working with, really enjoying uh, this process of being on this side of it uh rather than being the artist which uh which uh especially a new artist just that whole feeling it's invigorating uh the excitement of the new journey the new trail 
love being a part of uh, his career right now and celebrating that. Go to visitmississippi.org. Check out all the wonderful things we have to do right here, guys. So many culturally cool things to do in your backyard. We're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. I'm Steve Azar. Hang in. The inspiration, obviously, behind Football Town, your first release. Brett Favre, uh, I let Brett hear it, and he immediately said, I love this kid on Twitter. He, he, he threw us a, a, a nice little uh, uh, diamond, and uh, as I yeah. say, and I really, we really appreciate it. He's a, he's a pal, and he's a good man, but he loves music. Like, he loves it, and he, he also has a good ear for it, and he just he, he heard it, and he says, man, I love this kid. Obviously, you grew up. Probably wanting to be Brett Favre. Heck, I still want to be Brett Favre, and and I'm I think I'm older than him. But uh, so anyway, so let's let's talk about um, Football Town. Uh, let's talk about why it was the first release, uh, which makes a lot of sense, being time a timely thing. There's so much to you uh, as we evolve uh, and people get to understand what you're all about. That football town is just the, the, the tip of this iceberg, as they say, just a little bit of smidgen of who you are. But I love leading off with that because it's almost like saying that this is what I was and this is my past. Now it's time to get to business. Inspiration right. behind football town. Was it an easy one to write? Um, no, I mean, we I, I wrote that song with uh, a guy named Pavel and uh, Ben Daniel and Mark Allen Springer. And we... Uh, I brought in that idea. Pavel's, and I can't even begin to pronounce his last name. Pavel grew up in Russia, and um, when he was asking about me, he he said, "Well, what do you do in Arkansas?" When I told him I was from Arkansas, and I said, "Well, not much. Um, Greenwood is kind of a, it's a football town," and and he said, "Oh, that's kind of interesting." And so we, that's that's really how we started the song, and. Um, I mean, yeah, back to the, the Brett Favre thing. I, I had a Brett Favre poster in my uh, room growing up. It, it said, like, Iron Man, Packers 4. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that football is, is, was such a big thing for me, and I thought it was kind of a good transition from exactly what you said of that's who I was and this is what I'm doing now, and it's still always going to be a big part of my life. But I, I, I'm glad we wrote that song, and I think it – speaks to a lot of towns like Greenwood or, I mean, Cleveland, Delta State, or, I mean, it could even be Nashville for the Titans, you know, it's all these different football towns across America, and, and uh, yeah, I'm glad we, we wrote that and we recorded it with uh, a producer named MCV, and uh, he's, uh, he, he's, some of his work was with Kane Brown and Levi Hummond, and we actually recorded six songs together, so I'm excited to uh, to get the rest of those out. Been fun. The the so so people understand sort of the process. First of all, is it, is it Levon Levon? What, what's Marcus's kid's name? Levi Hummond. Levi. Yeah. So Marcus and I came out around the same time. Marcus had written "God Bless the Broken Road," and uh, I'm pretty sure he released it. Uh, and then Rascal Flats ended up making it, uh, you know, the big hit that we all know it today. But you're talking about the night late uh, mid '90s when I heard that song, first heard that song. Uh, I think it was yeah. probably about eight years later when it became something that everybody heard. And uh, what a record! Marcus was ahead of his time. He's a very unique guy. Uh, 
uh, I think he wrote uh, plays on Broadway. I mean, or theatrical experiences of some kind. Was a really good guy. Now I don't. I, I knew. I knew he had. A, I used to see his son running around. You know, we've seen everybody's kids. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Neil Cody was a, a really good friend of mine that wrote it with Mark Allen and myself and Roger Murray. And Neil and I wrote a bunch of songs together. So did Mark Allen. The um, uh, uh, uh what's her name? Uh, big pop star. Uh, goes by one name to uh, starts with a T. Uh, Teshi, uh, come on, help me out. So I need my audience. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tesla, not Tesla. That's the car. It's something like yeah. that. Anyway, uh, Tesha, Tesha, right? Okay, I could be wrong. Tesha with a K. Yeah, yeah. Tesha. Yeah. In, in that, yeah, she's a pop star. Well, she used to run around, and and she was her mom was writing with. Uh, with uh, Neil a lot, so they'd be running around in the Murrah office, and that little kid would be running around, and the next thing you know, yeah. boom, boom, boom. So that's how it happens, and I know Levi's starting embarking on his career right now as well. Uh, it, it's interesting. My son Strack ended up in in a different form or fashion. You, you mentioned one name, people like uh, Marcel. Uh, he's married to Jessica Andrews, who had early hits. Uh, she's from Mississippi, and Marcel was from Michigan. He was a hockey player. Really good yeah. songwriter, had an artist's career, but had some hits as a songwriter. Great guy, and he used to take my son. He started shooting videos for a, a lot of us and friends, and he got into that as well. And Strack uh, used to go on video shoots. He was hanging him out of the car at 14, shooting like Bo Bice after he, he was on American yeah. Idol and all that. And so that's where Strack sort of cut his teeth with Marcel. And and uh, so Marcel ended up impacting him that way more than it did musically. And and it's funny, Strack now has actually learned to play. You, you talk about this later. You, you start wanting to write songs. He's writing songs and sending them to me now. Just made his first feature film, real feature film, and and lives in, in L.A., but we had to get him a keyboard for Christmas. He's learned to play the thing. He can jam now, and I'm going like, well, what took you so long? You know, I, yeah. I've had a thousand guitars in front of you, pianos, all this music, and, you know, if you look back, your time it needs to be on your time, and you had a lot yeah. of things occupying your time, right? But right. now you're all in. Take me through. Oh, your, yeah. Take me through your day. When you wake up, I know you I know you're a kid. You like to probably wake up later. I wish I could. Wait until you start changing diapers and stuff. There's no sleep. But uh, <laughs> uh, but take me just an average day in the life of Jay Burgess. Yeah, so I mean it's different from day to day. We'll we'll have rights booked throughout the day that uh, Mark will either schedule or I'll schedule with myself. Uh, like today, I'm uh, I'm writing with. Uh, a friend of mine, Nate Frederick, and and uh, so t- we'll we'll probably get started around ten thirty or so, and maybe go for a lunch, and then come back and wrap the song up and try to record it. But uh, that's kind of a typical day writing, and then if uh, if we're playing shows on the weekend, everything kind of changes. But um, I usually try to write three times a week, and I feel like that's kind of a been been a good balance for me uh because i mean if, if you're going in and some people do some people write five days a week yeah and just knock them out but i feel like it kind of goes back to what springer has always told me of some some days you need to go out and mow the grass or you know just kind of do things around the house and and uh find inspiration that way instead of trying to force it and i think it for me personally it's always came out more natural when i'm able to 
to spread it out three days a week and but yeah that's that's kind of the the daily for me don't sell cutting grass short i was cutting my grass when the chorus of waiting on joe happened uh and i'd had three verses that were really more just uh purging never thought it was a song ever ever didn't have a course wasn't gonna write a course and then all of a sudden it hit me and joe became all these things what i was chasing you got to work harder than everybody times a thousand and then that's what gets you it's like when you were playing quarterback it's the same thing yeah now I'm preaching right now, but I apologize. But that's what happens. I have to remind no, myself. I love it. I have to remind myself of this too. With my man Jay Burgess, you can view his video on CMT.com or watch it on TV on the big screen, on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop. Everything but us. The debut video for him is out. He's also got some great songs out there. Just follow him on Spotify, Apple pandora whatever it is follow him check him out instagram twitter all that stuff don't forget to go to visit mississippi.org check it out everything we have to do right here on this sacred hallowed culturally rocking land we call mississippi you're in a mississippi minute by the way i'm steve azar and keep mississippi beautiful studio Steve Azar here, letting you in on the Guarantee Bank Summer Better Sweepstakes when sending money with Zelle. Zelle is a fast, safe, and easy way to send money in minutes to friends, families, and others you trust, no matter where they bank, right from Guarantee Bank's mobile banking app. And now you can win the $5,000 grand prize when making Zelle transactions from June 1st to July 31st. Just download the Guarantee Bank mobile app to send money with Zelle at the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Visit gbtonline.com forward slash Zelle dash sweepstakes for more info and rules. No purchase, account, or Zelle necessary to enter to win. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. On Saturdays, neighborhood boys would come to play. Two in touch turned into tackle, ended up in a backyard battle. Jew plays in the dirt, left some blood in the ground. I grew up in a football town. Time to go to visit Mississippi.org. Check out all the great things you can do right here in this great state of Mississippi. Please do. Uh, you won't regret it. So many cool things. Also, in Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, as always, with a, a beautiful new artist. An incredible soul of a songwriter, singer, unbelievable talent, Jay Burgess. When I saw you perform at my band the first time, that's when I knew. So it's a natural thing. It's it's not like it's contrived. You're not trying to figure it out up there. You're just being yourself. And it probably is as comfortable now for you as it was getting in the huddle and looking everybody in the eye and go, here's what we're doing. So uh, that song uh, was released uh, recently. Uh, it just feels good, but it reminds me of Kenny Loggins uh, in every good way, uh, inspiration for that song. Yeah, I, so that's, 
I usually I usually start off songs by myself, um, uh, the idea or the title, and with that song I just kind of kept writing it. And when I played it for Mark, I was I was like I kind of think this one's done, and he was like Yeah, it is. And so that that's the uh, the only song on the EP that I actually wrote by myself. And uh, but yeah, I mean I just kind of wrote it about. I was I was honestly trying to write a drinking song that the guy in the song isn't drinking. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, which doesn't make sense. And I it took me about three weeks with that idea in my head to finally figure out how to actually say that. And uh, but yeah, so I mean, it's just kind of just kind of that feeling, I guess, that she got me drunk and I didn't even have a drink. And that was kind of the the whole idea. And I kind of think about uh, just kind of running around in Nashville and. That's kind of kind of inspiration behind that song, and it's real lighthearted and fun, and it's a, a song that I love to play live. It's got a lot of energy, and yeah. But yeah, that I'm glad that we got that one out because it's kind of a fun driving song or yeah, fun kind of dancing song. So she got me it's, drunk. It's, kinda, it's been a special, and I ain't even had a drink. She fills me up <laughs> without any whiskey. Right, the way yeah. she moves don't need any what booze booze okay she got yeah. me drunk and i ain't even had a drink i love the, yeah. the give me the line and we got to play it uh i hope we're gonna play it in out of breaks uh out of this break give me the line uh that's stretched out because i love putting a lot of lyric in one line um right so it's the second beginning of the second verse um i know it's tough i know she waved tough. her hands gave a wink to the band i think is that yeah 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 give me that whole line she waved her hands gave a wink to the band uh, oh, geez. I know you can't. Uh, this is anybody asked me any of my lyrics, I can't remember. <laughs> Just do them. But yeah, so, something along the. But I know what you're talking about. The stretched out, and it's kind of a phrasing thing. And the cool, I, I love studying songwriters, and Tom Douglas is famous for that about kind of phrasing things differently that probably they don't add up uh, right on the on the the dot on the BPM, right. you know, and you, right. You kind of have to uh, do your own kind of phrasing, but that I remember with that song, it just kind of all came out natural. And it's Mark. Mark's always told me that uh, say what you want to say and then figure out how to phrase it later instead of right, trying right. to phrase it and then compromising what you're wanting to say. Right. And uh, with that song, there was so much being said that I just kind of all had to keep it in there and figure out how to phrase it later. But, well, we're gonna play yeah, that. I, we're gonna play that on the way out of here, uh, and then we'll both remember because it's so funny. <laughs> La, the, uh, a couple weeks ago, somebody was asking me, "Hey, tell me the lines that," and I couldn't remember. And you know, I wrote. The, I mean, I, I play it all the time. I cannot remember lyrics that I wrote unless I'm singing them. I, you can't think yeah. about it. Second nature. So it's funny. I'm glad. You, welcome to the club. And you're young. You're, <laughs> I thought it was my. I thought it was age setting in. But maybe it's the same deal. I maybe I feel better about myself. I feel young again. Yeah. We're with Jay Burgess. Uh, Jay, what's the plan? I mean, tell me what in your mind you you have a one year plan. You gotta. I mean, we're put putting music out right, and and that's building up your fan base. And then in this day and age, that's what you do. Right. Yeah, I mean we we've got we've got music ready to go and I'm excited to get that out. I'm not sure when our next release date is, but I mean I I believe that we'll probably have some more music out before the end of the year and uh just starting to play a lot more shows. Um still writing and still working towards uh new new music and but it, it's exciting cuz I mean right now I feel like I'm 
November I'm booked up pretty much every weekend playing uh, different places. So it's kind of been exciting transitioning from riding every day to playing shows every weekend, you know. And so I'm excited for, for the new music to come out excited to hear what people think about it so well here's the deal i've had plenty of guests on this show who have already achieved holly uh what do you call it hall of fame uh status or the music and sports and all that and i love catching you on the rise and catching you early in your career uh because uh there's a magic to that and then we can all look back one day hopefully uh and with my prediction and go wow you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, don't, don't prove me wrong. you got to prove me right here. So I, I know, <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind. So I can't thank you for spending a, an entire Mississippi minute with me, even though you're from uh, northwest Arkansas. You're going to have to deal with it. Uh, yeah. Just let's play some. Uh, let's, hey, Will, uh, my producer, my man, let's play a little bit of second verse of She Got Me Drunk and I, I Ain't Even Had a Drink. So Jabe and I both can remember. You've been in a Mississippi minute. I've been with Jay Burgess. Check him out online. Stream and follow him. Please. You won't regret it. I'm Steve Azar. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.